Welcome to the 68th episode of the Practical Operations Podcast. I'm Brendan Diesendorf. And I'm Jack Neely. We are here to talk about the practical side of operations work. This week, we're talking about one of our favorite conferences, Monitorama. I'll go out on a limb here and say that one of the best conferences that I've ever been to in terms of both the content of the speakers and the quality of the attendees is Monitorama. Hands down. The only one that... Sorry. <laughs> ...is Surge that no longer exists, unfortunately. Um, it was a, an exceptional conference, but it has um, since ceased to exist. And Monodrama is still here and is still amazing. It's still amazing and still growing. It is really designed around the conference so very well. Um, big shout out to Jason Dixon who runs Monodrama and always provides us with a good time. It's hard to speak. It's It's hard to have enough positive things to say about Jason. He is fairly amazing in what he does in terms of the community he's built and the way he manages to make people feel included and welcome and celebrated without having to go through any kind of stupid. He's really good at it. He's built a really vibrant community, which if you've tried to build community before, you know how hard that is. And it means the conference is one of those places that I love going because I have friends who I only know from the conference and I'm going to go see at the conference and hang out with and bounce ideas off of and have a good time with. And I'm going to come away from this thinking about new things and new technologies and new ways to implement stuff or better ways to handle data or more friendly ways to approach users with stuff. It, it, it's always a stimulating time. And I just love it. And I find it stimulating because it's a lot of our listeners also go to Monitorama PDX and it's a time for renewal for us and how we get new ideas for, for our show and get a bunch of feedback and actually talk to some of our listeners. Yeah. So for all the listeners out there who are actually going to Monitorama PDX in a couple of weeks, we would love to see you. Jack and I will both be there. Um, Jared, our, our once in future, um, pod, our, our once in future co-host is not coming this year. He had a scheduling conflict, but another one of our coworkers is coming and we're looking forward to meeting everybody again. So any specific things you're looking forward to at Monitorama, Brendan? Well, really there's two things. Um, and one is a, is an outgrowth of my favorite aspect of Monodrama in which that Monodrama is a single track conference. It's not one of those things where you have to go choose a room or choose a, a venue or choose a thing and rush between rooms and try to get a seat. Now, everything happens in one room. Everything happens in the one main 600-ish person theater. And so you're never going to miss a session. You're never going to miss or have to make a decision between the things you want to see. So everybody's in the same sessions. They're all in the same mental space. And so when you're having conversations in the hallway, which really is my favorite part of the conference, you're all kind of talking about the same category of things. You, you've been primed mentally to be, okay, we're all talking about Thanos right now. We're all talking about um, that Netflix visualization tool a couple of years ago, whichever piece it is. And everybody's kind of riffing on those ideas. And the because the quality of attendees is so high, the that hallway track, that, that riffing of ideas and that kind of synergy you get out of a bunch of smart people hanging out together, trying to think of ways they can apply things, you get really amazing results. A couple of years ago, we were there 
and I was chatting with some folks from oh, Under Armour bought them, but I can't remember now. And they were talking about, they were looking at moving out of Graphite into Prometheus. And we had been kind of contemplating a similar thing. And we were chatting with each other about, okay, how do we do this? And how do we handle the different pieces of it? And we went on to do that at work in production. Um, and I just love the way that that comes together. What are your favorite pieces? Oh, favorite pieces. There's definitely some uh, talks that I'm looking forward to to seeing and listening. Uh, I've been able to talk to one of the uh, uh, presenters at Montrama this year um, before the conference, who is giving a bit, or who's giving a talk on Prometheus and how to improve the accuracy of of quantile estimations on Prometheus's histograms. So for us math geeks. Um, shiny, shiny. I really love some of the, uh, technical conferences or technical talks there at this particular conference. And the fact that, you know, we can get into some of the math and some of the hard problems and actually discuss what we've used to come to this solution. Prometheus histograms aren't always the most accurate when you get into, 99, 99.9 kind of percentiles. What tricks can we use to help improve that accuracy? And those are the little nuggets that I come home with and, and really use to change the world. This reminds me of the talk a couple of years ago by the Circonus folks about histograms and why percentiles lie to you. And another one of those great Great presentations that just stuck with me for years, and I still go back occasionally and watch the videos for it. Yeah, still do. And that's another thing that if you're not aware of, all the Monodrama videos are put up online for free. Um, sometimes I think they're live streamed and they can, but they're online for free shortly after the conference is over. So if you were unable to attend, if you didn't get a ticket in time, if you were... Are you here about that really fantastic talk? Yeah, you can go watch it. Um and I'm sure that in the weeks and months following the conference this year, we'll be doing podcast episodes about either ideas we've gotten from the show or specific talks that we were amazed by. So, yeah, it's it's good. Like how to build distributed debugger with Zipkin. That was really cool. That was This awesome year's one. focus is a lot more on tracing, which is something that I've been needing to get into. Um, the tracing system at work has been kind of handed to our group, and we need to... It's operational, but we need to kind of dig into it a little better and make it a little more productionized. And we need to find some manpower for it to make it go. Well, there is that, but I'm, I'm looking forward to getting kind of a primer on the the current state and the current thinking about tracing and how to how to leverage it because we have the pipeline in place. Now, the question is, how do we tune it? How do we deploy it? How do we make sure that people are using it appropriately and getting the value out of it that they should be getting out of it? Although I am, I'm a little bit disappointed this year um i bought my tickets for monodrama i got my plane tickets and all the other things squared away and shortly thereafter they announced that there's going to be a baltimore show this year baltimore monodrama conference in october east coast conferences and that's the thing i love going to portland portland's an amazing city but i also there, there's a huge there, there's a huge need for east coast tech conferences that aren't you know, a billion dollars, a billion dollars to attend because they're in New York City or whatever. 
And Surge had fit that bill for a while, but Surge is no longer. Yeah, that was the big thing about Surge. And really one of their uh, primary reasons for having a conference is to have a good, highly technical East Coast conference. So this year I won't be going to the Baltimore show, but I will probably try to go to the East Coast show next fall instead of going to Portland next summer, if if nothing else to support more East Coast tech shows. And it's easier on travel for me and easier on the the work travel budget and all that. So that's definitely on my list of things that I would really like to do. I'm right there with you. But I've seen some of uh, Jason's uh, blog posts about how Monterama in Baltimore is planning out. And it looks like he's found a fantastic venue that's a lot like the Armory venue in, in Portland. So that really looks like it's shaping up really nicely. That does sound really good. So the other thing, apart from the amazing talks and the hallway track are the kind of the social activities that surround the conference. There are lots of things that happen that Jason kind of helps organize and plan. Um, Some of them are vendor sponsored and some of them are just sort of, Hey, we're going to go out and be social tonight. Um, So there's a party. There's an after party on Monday night after the, after the conference sessions are over proper. And that is very much geared towards let's hang out. Let's have some food. Let's play ping pong. Let's do whatever. There's, there's usually a good show put on or a good scene for doing stuff. And it's a great place to catch up with people and kind of chat. And then the next night vendors sponsor various either beer or food or whatever. Um, there's a, I want to say there's an arcade one again this year. So the vendors basically make space and time to come and listen to their pitch about something. And then also it's another chance to hang out with conference attendees and have more focused conversations about what you're doing. And I've met amazing people doing that so far. Yeah, I've met some awesome people. And quite frankly, a lot of the vendors that come to Monotorama clearly are vendors that we might have relationships with or asking questions about or curious about. And, you know, quite frankly, Brendan and I do visibility and observability stuff. Uh, when we want to find one of the vendors that has made a blog post or something else that we're interested in and, you know, corner them in a bar and have a beer and actually hash out what they're talking about and some of the details. It's an amazing way to to share knowledge, even with with folks at vendors, even if you buy their products or not. Yeah, I really love the the ability to corner people and say, hey, so what happens when you put a half million logs a second into your system? Or what happens when you want to do 8 million metric sample writes a second or whatever it is, whatever the number and to get a sense from them about, is this a reasonable thing or not? Um, at the scale that we're running things, it's so infrequently even plausible to, to do a pay-as-you-go solution that it's not likely to happen. But I'm always keeping my eyes open because I would love to be able to hand off a big chunk of the administrative work that of what I do to a vendor and then move into the role of enrichment and helping my users get better use of the data rather than keeping the system alive that that stores the data, if that makes any sense. Yeah, can I help my users have a better time rather than just keep the back-end systems living? Yeah, because some weeks, honestly, that's all we're doing is just fighting fires, and that's not fun. But, yeah, doing our due diligence that way. Um, And there's also a a huge number of kind of informal, off-label things that happen. Um, 
there's a beer ops meetup that happens at some point during the week. Um, I think it's in the, or, sorry, there's, there's coffee ops that happens somewhere in the week and people get together early in the morning for the East coasters, especially who are in town and their, their body clocks haven't adjusted to get together and talk shop about whatever's going on. And there's beer ops talks and there's other, other things that move around. Um, last year I helped organize a kind of a, a beer event for Elasticsearch using Elasticsearch using attendees after the, the Monday talks and before the after party. And I think we're going to do that again this year. Um, we haven't quite figured out yet. I think we're planning in the monitor on a Slack for that. And it's a great place to kind of get a sense from other people of what they're doing in reality. And it's more of a focused thing. So as a shameless plug for that thing that I'm trying to help organize, if you're looking for Elasticsearch or Elk or any of those pieces, or even logging in general, and you want to chat about stuff, um, join the elk-users room in the Monorama Slack. And there's a survey there for, you know, when you're free and when you're available. Um, it's looking like we're doing Monday night again, but that could always change. And we would love to see you. Oh, crap. I'm not even logged into Monorama from this machine. One of the other things that I, I must say that I love about this conference is that there's an active Slack for it that is running during the show. And so if you're missing, if you're if you have to go and deal with a fire at work or whatever else, People are commenting in all of the various channels about the talks, and so you're not going to miss that much. Or if somebody's, if you're asking a question about, like, what did they just say on stage? What, what was the, the thing they referenced? Somebody else will have got it, and they can put it into, into chat for you. So having Or how to find the interesting vendor uh, uh, parties or the other meetups that kind of happen on the side that aren't, you know, specific conference vendor events. I'm definitely hoping that we can get some Prometheus folks together to chat about metrics as well, whether that works out in combination with some of the Elastic Search stuff or whether that happens uh, on its own. Uh, that's definitely something I'm interested in in trying to make happen. And it's really powerful having all the conference attendees in the same Slack channel and also in the same single track. So it it kind of funnels everybody in. And there's a lot of other planning and stuff that happens there, which is really kind of nice. I'm also, this is another one of the places that I have to give a big shout out to Jason, that the Slack channel is a very inclusive space, and it, it's very much the adage of, if you're going to, if you're going to have a criticism, criticize an idea, not a person, and you have to be professional and polite and make people feel welcome, because people come from all walks of life into this profession, and... There is no room for being exclusive or being crummy to people or whatever. And Jason is not tolerant of people being awful to each other in any way. So it is it is the appropriate and best form of safe space that I've ever seen. I've definitely been in lots of quote-unquote safe spaces and, and conferences that have a code of conduct. But quite frankly, I've never seen it policed anywhere other than than Monotorama. And Jason's not trying to be rude or in your face about things, but he's very purposeful in how he steers conversations and makes sure that we have a welcoming environment that's not centered around you buying crap from vendors, but rather the exchange of, of information from all people. It is really important and really awesome that he does that. And we, yeah. So, yeah, come see us at Monotorama. Come bring your uh, Prometheus questions. I've been thinking a lot about Thanos of late. We really ought to do a show about that. 
Um, I've got a lot of Elasticsearch things to to query people about and see what other people are doing at scale. We're, we've got a, a number of problems we're trying to tackle and designing solutions for these problems. And I'm kind of hoping that the problems we've manufactured ourselves and we can just not do it at all. But if we have to do it, I'd like to talk to other smart people and get their advice on what they've they've seen and done and implemented because there's so much engineering time that goes into it and I'd love to have some feedback from folks. Because we totally know there's lots of other folks working with the same issues and scale problems that, that we are as well. So yeah, come give us a talk. You find us in the Time Series room or the Elk Users room in the Slack or see us in person. We'll be there all week. I'm going to get in Sunday early afternoon and I'd love to see people. I'll be there Sunday night and flying out sometime Thursday. So yeah, I'm not coming in late and leaving early. So I'll be glad to hang around with folks. Awesome. I think that wraps it up for the episode. Please take the time to rate the show on Overcast, Apple Podcasts, or your favorite podcast directory. It's the best way for new listeners to find us. Additionally, we welcome feedback about shows we've recorded or topics you'd like us to cover. Leave us a comment on the website at operations.fm. Send us your thoughts on email, feedback at operations.fm, or use at operations.fm on Twitter. And that wraps it up for the 68th episode of the Practical Operations Podcast. I'm Brendan Diesendorf. And I'm Jack Neely.